0: Do you ever feel like an imposter before you hit publish? It's not uncommon. And today we're going to talk about that. What's happening, podcasters? This is episode 88 of 1000 Podcasters. I'm Brian Nitzbinger. I'm a podcaster and a podcast editor, and I want to see you be successful with your podcast. This is the last episode of the 30-Day Solo Podcast Challenge, which was over at BigPodcast.com. I'm a couple of weeks late getting this out. I did hit all 30 days of National Podcast Post Month, but because I had reordered some things and had some family stuff come up, I'm a little bit late with this particular episode. However, it's a really important topic because there have been times in my life, and there probably are some times in your life as well, where you felt a little bit of fear before you hit publish. Maybe it was before you published that first episode, and you wondered, what are people going to think about me? Or maybe it's your most recent episode, and you're thinking, what if people don't like what I had to say? Or have you ever maybe downplayed what you're doing with your podcast when you were talking with your coworkers, because you don't want to fully reveal what you're doing and not for legal reasons, just because you're not comfortable really revealing that because you're afraid people might see you differently. All of those things have impacted me at one point or another, and if they haven't already, it's possible they might impact you. And today I'm going to share how I worked through it in the beginning what I'm doing about it now, and also six things that I have because I kept moving forward. So I'm going to take you back to 2014 when I was starting the Engaging Missions show, and I had found a person to help guide me through the process of getting started, of starting my show. However, I'll tell you right now, before I hit publish on that first episode, I had a lot of different fears going on in my head, things about what would people think when I sent them an email and said, hey, check it out, I just started a podcast? And they might wonder, who are you to have a podcast on this subject? It was a It's a show where I interview missionaries and church planners. I've never been either. So who am I to publish a podcast about that? Or maybe they would think that I was too uppity, or maybe they would think that I was, I don't know, being somehow divisive, or should have asked for permission, or any number of things. And... I'll tell you, what I did is exactly the same thing I do today. I considered what was going on. I kind of dealt with the fear a little bit. I let myself feel it, and then I just did it scared. I just hit publish. And I thought, well, if there's a lot of pushback and I don't like what happens, I can always remove it. I can always delete it. And that's how I did it. So I did that for the first episode, and then the second episode came up, and I was a little bit concerned, but I did it scared and I did it scared and I did it scared and eventually it became less scary. And then I started changing the way I was doing my interviews. And the first time I was a little bit scared. So I kind of felt my way through it and then I did it again and I did it again and I did it again. And that has been how I've been able to keep going with the Engaging Missions show. That's how I launched this podcast. And it's also how I've been able to do other things. In addition to this podcast, I also have a YouTube channel where I put up tutorials. I focus primarily on things related to Hindenburg Journalist because that's the software that I use. And I like to make it easier for people to use that software. And it was that desire to make that accessible to people that led to that. I also have a Hindenburg users group on Facebook. It's an unofficial group. It's just something that I started. I didn't ask for permission. I just thought, well if there's any pushback i can always remove it and stop and there hasn't been in fact the folks at hindenburg have been happy to have that there so i'm happy to continue that i also consult people if they in fact i've got something set up for later this week to talk to somebody about hindenburg and about isotope rx7 about isotope ozone about plugins about all that kind of stuff and the first time i did that I was scared. I also edit for clients. The first time I did that, I was scared. I also help people launch their podcasts. I I was scared when I did that the first time as well. But every time I've done this, I've gotten better, and it's gotten easier to work through that. And now because of that, I have this podcast, I have a YouTube channel, I consult, I have a Hindenburg users group, I offer editing and launching all because I was able to move forward scared. And you can do the same th- same kind of thing. Now, I do want to mention, if any of these things are interesting to you, if you want to check those out, I will have links for all of those in the episode notes, which will be at toptieraudio.com slash 88. That's where you can check all of that stuff out or just visit toptieraudio.com and you'll find stuff that you can link to right there. If you'd like to connect with me personally, of course, toptieraudio.com is the place for that. Here's the question for you, though. Is there some fear that's holding you back? Is there something that you can or maybe even feel like you should be doing and you simply haven't does, done it because there's some fear? I would like to encourage you, if that's the case, to consider what you can do to move forward. I can't necessarily help you get past that fear in the sense that I can't give you the courage to do that, but I can give you the encouragement that it's normal to feel a little bit scared and you can move forward if you'd like to. Thanks so much for being here. Now go out there and make a great podcast.